Welcome to Dog Stories. My name is Serene, and alongside my dear friend Maria Bell, we'll be talking to people all over the world about our favorite part of life. Dogs. Today, my guest is one of my dearest, most talented friends, Sarah Margaret Huff. Sarah Margaret is uh, one third of my favorite band, Gems, and um, she's a new dog owner of her own. Um, She had another dog that she inherited, (laughs) and... um, now she's adopted a new one named Suze. Yeah. Yay. It's Mags. Thanks for uh, being on Dog Stories. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. I love you. I love dogs. Here we are. It's a perfect match. Yes. <laughs> so why don't we get started by telling us um, how you got Suze? Yes. Yeah, so in January of the year that is 2020, <laughs> um, we started looking for dog number two. It was mostly... Gil, my husband, who is the ultimate dog lover, as you well know, (laughs) and I thought it was like, oh yeah, Gil wants to get another dog, great, and he found Suze, and I immediately fell in love with her, and she very much became the dog that I didn't know that I needed, and my little girl that follows me around, so yeah, I kind of didn't even, I knew what I was signing up for, but I thought it was more for him than it was for me, turns out, she's really been my girl (laughs) did you always want a dog when you were growing up oh my gosh I always wanted a dog but my parents were like we have too many kids no here's a cat (laughs) (laughs) the cat was fine she just didn't really like people you know right yeah hmm well so smags is from mississippi yep uh did were you around any dogs when you were kids oh yeah for sure like my my next door neighbor uh, she had two dogs. One was a little dachshund, and then she had puppies, and I don't even know what dog she had puppies with, because it was like, you know, like a what you think of a dachshund-looking dachshund, and then she had these black wire-haired puppies that were, like, so cute, so... They were kind of like my surrogate next door neighbor pets. Oh, they were they were your dogs. They yeah. just you didn't yeah. have to clean up. I after just didn't them. have to do anything. I just <laughs> got I got all the perks, none of the responsibility. Yeah. So then, um, when you moved over here to Los Angeles, you were living alone. Uh huh. And then you met Gil and fell mm-hmm. in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gil had a dog named Napoleon. Yes. Tell us he about Napoleon. Polly. Um, when I first met Napoleon. It took me so long to win him over to get his love. You know, he was a little withholding because he, he was kind of neglected when he was a puppy before Gil got him. So Paint a picture uh, quickly of like what Napoleon was like. It's, he's, he's one of the most interesting dogs to try to describe. <laughs> yes. So physically, he's like medium-sized, so cute, white dog with black spots. Got like that black spot over his eye and like floppy little ears. 
um, kind of like a pointer mix, and um, also just looks at you so judgmentally. We'll just lay down in a huff and just stare at you <laughs> and like want love but not want love at the same time it was it was i basically just dragged him into loving me like he would try to go sit at the end of the bed and i would just pull him up into a spoon and he would pretend like he didn't like it but i know he did because he would eventually relent <laughs> and enjoy the pets and cuddles <laughs> Yeah, he was the loveliest. Um, Napoleon uh, recently passed away. Mm-hmm. How was uh, how was dealing with that for you? It was really weird because it wasn't like a sudden thing, as you know. Like he had had epilepsy and pancreatitis and like a number of health issues for years, and he wasn't that old. He was like nine, but um, you know. He had epilepsy, and they the doctors referred to it as idiopathic epilepsy, which means they don't know why. <laughs> like, oh, no one knows. That's the term? Yes. <laughs> idiopathic, idiopathic means, like, we got no clue. Yeah, we, we don't know. He has epilepsy, and we're idiots, and we don't know why. <laughs> My diagnosis, question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so after, you know, years of trying different doses of different medications um and different diets and different diets and everything nothing you know and cbd and this and that sometimes things would work for a couple of months and he'd go without seizures but nothing really seemed to work indefinitely and as he was just getting older like and this year the seizures were getting more and more and more frequent and it can get subsequent more and more brain damage and yeah the last time that he had seizures even once we took him to the hospital he kept having them even after he was drugged and just kept having them kept having them kept having so much so that it was just frying his entire body and he had a rough last couple of hours but a good life he had a good life yeah he had a great life he was a good boy but yeah epilepsy man it's it was crazy give us um an idea of something that you actually think would help people um, who have, you know, chronically sick dogs now that you've had a chronically sick dog? Uh, so many things. So I getting pet insurance as soon as you get a dog, whether you know how healthy they are or not, like things can happen so quickly and Napoleon's vet bills were astronomical yeah. over the years. And, you know, technically we didn't have pet insurance beforehand with him so some things were pre-existing conditions we know how that works with humans same way with dogs and Hmm. pet insurance so but you know it did help a lot after we got it with some things with him and now we got it with Suze and like I was I was telling you earlier she was having some head tremors which was freaking me out obviously having just had a dog who had epilepsy it wasn't a seizure but it was more than just like a twitch and she was having head tremors in her neck and since i had pet insurance i was able to just take her to the vet get all of her levels checked and everything and be able to use pet insurance for that and just be worry free and you know all her levels are back and she's perfectly fine in Mm. most you know at least all the departments you can check but just having the peace of mind of pet insurance just in case something's happened and it it happens so and it can cost a lot of money so oh my god yeah is the process easy of just yeah um, it's so easy you can just sign up for it online you can give them like your um the records as you have them so if like i said pre-existing conditions only so much can be covered but 
if you have a healthy dog and then something happens later on, you're covered, you know, to mm-hmm. some capacity, whatever that is. You know? Yeah, because it can devastate you. Oh, it can, it could be, I mean, it can bankrupt you, like, and it's. And it then is, I just always just feel like, what do people do who don't? Who can't afford it? Yeah, you know I mean? it's, like their dog just suffers yeah, the rest of their lives. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's 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 horrible to even think about. Like, you know, had had we not been able to pay for a lot of Napoleon stuff, he would have lived half as long as he did. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know his life was cut short for sure, but definitely pet insurance definitely extended because the last bit yeah. you know manageable for everybody yeah seriously get pet insurance do it <laughs> do it in in a weird way like i know like when i saw you after napoleon passed you were sad but also kind of like relieved in the sense that like he wouldn't be in pain uh, anymore yeah yeah which is you know for sure. That I mean, that's the one thing to like cling to is that like because when he would have seizures, it was so gut wrenching and so awful to like watch him just like writhe in pain. That just knowing that he doesn't have to experience that anymore is at least some form of like relief, you know, yeah. as their person. Yeah, and I also think that you probably experienced something similar to what I experienced when my dog Coco passed away. Is that I had also just recently got Marley, and mm-hmm. so having them both overlap, mm-hmm. um, and after she was gone, Marley was still there for me to like cry into, mm-hmm. um, helps a ton. Yeah. Um, like, and I know you just yeah. you just got Sue's after before. Yeah, that. yeah, we got her in January, and Polly passed in July, so they had about a six month overlap. And you know, we we figured they'd have several several years together. We had no idea this would happen so soon. Um. But yeah, it was it was very. I don't know what I would have done. It would have been so much more depressing without having her yeah. here to like you know comfort me and still have to take care of her and you know all that because yeah otherwise it would have been it would have been a huge hole in our house. Oh my god, yeah! Like imagine walking in and without the pitter patter. No, yeah, like. no dog at <laughs> all. Yeah. That would have been like absolutely heartbreaking. Oh. So yeah, they had they were brother and sister for six little months. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird when things happen, but she she came into your lives at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, very necessary. Mm-hmm. And for quarantine, too. Like, oh, my God, yeah. I don't know how people without pets are getting through this, like, isolation period in time. Like They're getting pets. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's true, yeah. All the, the shelters are empty, which is so, so great. But, you know, just to have that little fuzzy little thing that just loves you and has no idea what's going on and they're just happy you're home all the time <laughs> or more than usual, you know. Mm. It's definitely helped me through this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all of us. I don't know how I would cope. I literally, I, I live alone, so I wouldn't be able to cope without Marley. Mm-hmm. He hears all my <laughs> troubles and all my mm-hmm. everything. I also know how, how well I'm doing in quarantine based on, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, whether your dog's worried about you or not. Whether, yeah, whether he's, whether, like, how he looks at me. Also, his yeah. own health. I'm like, oh, man, we've been eating a lot lately. <laughs> we yeah. should go we to should, the park we more. We should get outside. <laughs> we should run around. Oh, yeah. Back to the dog park we go. Yeah, thank God for dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, what are you most excited about um, now that you do have Suze and mm-hmm. you do have, like, this whole new chapter of your of life with dogs? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so much. Well, the, so Suze, we rescued her from 
uh, Wags and Walks. Well, they rescued her from a shelter, and we got her from Wags and Walks, and she's... That's in that's in L.A.? Or? That's in L.A., yeah, in West L.A. Um, they're really great, and uh, she had seven puppies when she was basically a puppy, and so, and, you know, had a bit of trauma. You know, they rescued her from, not sure the situation exactly, but... I'm just excited for her to kind of get to enjoy life more because when she came home with us, she was very scared of everyone, especially men, very scared of being outside. Yeah, even like her dog story from like the first day you got her mm-hmm, is like mm-hmm. near nightmare situation, Heart, yeah. right? Oh my gosh, truly. Yeah, Tell she, us about it. What happened? Oh, don't judge me. <laughs> um, so, you know, when they give you those like flimsy leashes from the like the vet or the adoption or whatever. So so we, we got back home, took her after riding in the car, and then Gil and Napoleon and I and Suze all walked to our usual park not far from the house, and we're just kind of walking around, letting her get used to it. You know, she's pretty nervous, but nothing crazy so far. Anyway, somehow she yanks that flimsy, I let that flimsy leash get out of my hand, and she bolts out of the park gate like bolts no turning back so then we start running after her literally like see a neighbor and they're like she went this way oh my god running and she's fast she is lean and fast yeah like she's like a wild animal yeah and luckily she just came back to our house and was trying to get inside the house like gil saw her on the street and was like sis and she saw him and was like, oh, yeah, the house is that way. She just wanted to be inside. Like, that's how scared of outside. But, yeah, I, w- I was having, like, obviously the worst visions. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's gone forever. How she long was the car. ordeal? Oh, my gosh, probably, like, 30 seconds. But, like, it felt like forever. And I was, like, running while, like, having a panic attack. But it's also, like, it definitely trauma bonded us at right. first. Because I was, like, crying on and off the whole day. Just, like, mortified and just, like, just overwhelmed. And then I think that that even just, like, made me be like, oh, my God, I already love this little thing so much that it's shaken me up so much that just the thought of something bad happening. So yeah, you, I held on to the leash real tight after that. <laughs> you could very quickly realize that, like, you were no longer a parent by choice. You were bound. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. This your, is, like, Your deep, heart was involved. Deep, for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, it is nice that um, after that insanely scary ordeal she on some level still sought comfort in your home Mm -hmm. so and that's not something that you can really you can't just leave a bowl and be like you live here now like a dog has to feel like their home so Mm -hmm. you know so that's a blessing so so much of that is a blessing (laughs) (laughs) so now now um going forward how have you um like have, have you worried about her ever bolting again or uh no, not really. I actually can walk her off leash at the parks now. Like she loves to run around and chase things and you know, run through the woods, but I know that she always comes back to me and she does even even when I call her and she'll, you know, she never gets out of my sight. She's once she, I think once she realized like, oh, this is my person. Mm-hmm. Um which one thing that helped with that is actually like a tip that the trainer at Wags and Walks who was fostering her gave me. She told me um, the first day or two, just the whole day, whatever I'm doing around the house, put on like put on a belt and just like belt her leash to me mm-hmm. so that she'll follow me around and know that I'm like her point person, like where to go. And I think that that really did like kind of define 
that relationship so early on for like such a traumatized dog to be comfortable and like know that I'm her person. Heck, that's a great dogs one on one tip. Yeah, I'd say. I know. I was just thinking of that, but um. So you 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 got like it's like a, yeah. a special belt no, or just, just any like belt? A normal belt that I had, and then you know like that those little leashes that they give you that are just like ribbon. I just put that around the belt and. I, I was doing laundry, or if I was sitting on the couch, or if I was sitting on my bed, or if I was sitting at the desk, she'd, you know, and it, it's not like she was, you know, if they're resisting or pulling back, obviously, I wouldn't do that, but she just was happy to kind of, like, follow me around and stay with me the whole day, and just kind of, I don't know, it's, I don't know why it's a bonding thing, but the girl who's Well, you're trainer, actually actively bonded. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm forcing her to follow me around, and be by my side but she seemed to she seemed to take to it and not mind it and it um you know especially for a skittish dog like that getting a hold of them can be difficult and so oh my god yeah like gil you said gil still can't gil still cannot put like her harness or her leash on her she will run away (laughs) yeah she's it's it's you know it's hard it's hard for her to be vulnerable when someone's like bigger and taller than her she's she's happy to take scratches from him when he's like lying down on the bed but Hmm. if someone's you know crouching over or in a position where they can grab her she's like not down yeah Mm -mm. but with you she's like very like comfy snuggly like she's it's it's a little different right yeah yeah much more i mean there's we still have our her you know things like i've just now after like 10 months been gotten to a place where i can pick her up off the ground oh. like I used to have to it be from a sitting position you know and before right. that you know even me sit like lying on the ground or something you know mm. because she really didn't like being approached or anything like that but you know it's getting a lot better all the time yeah and it will just continue to get better and better yeah. um and what about socializing her how's that gone um it's it's been interesting because she is so comfortable and loves any dogs that are smaller than her. Will play right off the bat. But any dogs that have been bigger than her, she gets quite a little anxious and sort of like, I need to prove that I'm a tough a tough dog, but you know, I just make sure there's no bones lying around or, you know, don't feed her near anybody. Mm. And um, things that you can kind of de escalate it for the most part. Yeah. But but yeah, she's still She's still got some issues to iron out, like the dog park. We have to go yeah. to the dog park with the small dogs, not the dog park with the big dogs, which is fine now, but earlier when we had Napoleon, he was a bigger dog. Right. So we'd go to the big dog park. But I also think that she acted better back then because she had a buddy, and now she's more scared going in by herself, I think. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, well, we'll get her a new pal. Oh, some point, yeah, I'm eventually. Sure. 2021. <laughs> TBD. TBD. <laughs> Um, so we came up with a new little segment uh, okay. recently, and it's called the Speed Round. Speed Round? Yeah, and it's just a bunch of fun little questions uh, so that the audience gets a nice little painted picture of who Suze is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you them, and don't okay. think too hard about it. Okay, them. okay. Um, <laughs> what's Suze's favorite snack? Eggs. <laughs> How did you find this out? I ran out of dog food when I was at an Airbnb, and I had extra eggs and I looked it up on the internet and it said they're great for dogs so I scrambled that little girl some eggs and she <laughs> loved them breakfast of champions truly <laughs> champions and canines and canines um okay what's your favorite toy oh her sloth her sloth yeah I We're, don't know why 
night. Where'd you get it? Uh, I I brought it home from somewhere during something. You know, I've gotten her toys off and on, and she usually rips them to shreds immediately. Oh yeah, I got her like a unicorn thing when you first got her. Gone. And was gone within In like, like yeah. Hours, so yeah. the sloth, she's taken the face off, but she still she still loves it. She she still will take it take it around with her. Aww. Faceless sloth. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> um, what's her favorite thing to do? Her favorite thing is to run around in a Legion park. Oh, Yeah. Do you, so you just let her uh, off leash and she just like... Yeah, she'll just run it, around. She's looking for squirrels and lizards and gophers. Unfortunately, one time she caught a gopher, but <laughs> um, that hasn't happened since February. So hopefully the, that's all over. And as far as we know, the gopher did yes, live. Yes, the gopher was quite <laughs> stunned. Wouldn't you be? But, yeah. But we, you know, she, she dropped him when we said drop him. <laughs> Luckily, she's small, so it wasn't too far of a fall. <laughs> oh, sorry. He lived. He lived. Yeah. Um, what's her favorite? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I want to think about that. Um, where's your favorite spot to sleep? Mm, right at the foot of the bed. Oh. Mm-hmm. And does she like? Would do you guys wake up together, or does she wake up and go do her own thing? Um, no, she'll, she'll just hang in bed as long as, as long as we're there. She's, she, she, she has a doggy door and we leave the door cracked. So she's able to go out, but she mostly just wants to hang and she loves morning, morning cuddles. So she likes to stick around for those. Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's the cutest thing that Suze does? Huh. The cutest thing is hard to pick just once, (laughs) Rain. The cutest thing that she does, I think, is... Oh, my God, she heard us. Yeah. Well, I love it when she comes up to this chair that we're sitting in right now, and she just wants to boop, and then she'll go away. She just wants to boop my nose, and then she'll go go back. Aww. Just want to check in. Um, what's the naughtiest thing she does? The naughtiest thing she does... Oh, I don't know. I mean, she likes to growl at other dogs, but... I don't know. She's not... You're saying she's perfect? Yeah, she's perfect! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, she's got she's got a little bit of aggression left, but we could be keeping in check. We'll I think that's just... There. She's just still getting comfortable yeah, with her still, new life. She's, like a te- she's in teenager phase of dogdom. Mm. You know? <laughs> she, okay, so sometimes I like to find out, if she was like a person... Mm-hmm. Um, Dress her up for us. Like, what would she? What would she be like? A teenager? Oh, gosh, yeah, she'd be a teenager. Would she be into punk rock? Oh yeah, she'd definitely <laughs> be like slightly goth. <laughs> Probably smoking cigarettes too soon. You know? <laughs> a little bit of a bad girl, but way too cute that she gets away with it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, her eyeliner. Look at her eyeliner. Oh my god! Like yeah, hello. Totally. <laughs> the best cat eyeliner I've ever seen in my life. Person or dog. Oh, natural. <laughs> um, where's the place you want to take her most? Oh. Well, we just did a big road trip with her, so that was fun. So just any road trips, just to let her run around in new, exciting locations that she's never been before. Well, she's good in the car? She's great in the car. Yeah. She's She loves it. We, we put... Um, we put a little folding memory foam mattress back there on the whole bench, and we buckle her in her little seat belt, put her a couple of toys, and for the most part, she just sleeps. Mm, <laughs> cute. Just at eye level with us. She, she loves the car. She feels very safe in the car. Mm. The first time we went camping with her, she was not down with the camping. 
she would literally run to the car and put her paws on it, like, let me back in her. She sounds like me. I have no interest <laughs> in camping. I hate yeah. camping. <laughs> I'll sleep in the car. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the bears could get us. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. She's probably right. Yeah. She's onto something. She's aware. <laughs> um, also, I just recently got Marley a seatbelt, too, and it made me realize, like, why haven't I got a seatbelt all this time mm-hmm. for my dogs? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm a big proponent now of everyone should get a seatbelt yeah. for their dog. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, like, you know, we live in L.A. Traffic's weird. Yeah. And, like, it costs, like, well, how much did you pay for your seatbelt? I don't know. We borrowed it from a friend and we still haven't given it back. <laughs> 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 this was, like, four months ago, so. I mean, it makes just so much sense. It's, like, I, I think I got mine for, like, 20 bucks off yeah. the targeted ad. Yeah, I can't imagine that they're, like, that expensive. They're, no. And it's so easy. And, like. Up to their harness. Yeah. And, and they're fine. They don't mind. But, yeah, it's definitely a peace of mind for and especially when you're on the highway or something, if you have to suddenly slam the brakes, even if you don't have a car wreck or something. For sure. Like, still, you never know. You would get a ticket if you had, like, a three-year-old who was, an unbu- who was mm-hmm. unbuckled in the car mm-hmm. for good reason. So, mm-hmm. but belt your child. <laughs> Buckle that baby up. Yeah. You don't want nothing to happen. Yeah. What's what's a little extra security, right? Exactly. Why not? Um, what's the best thing about Suze? The best thing about Suze... That she loves me all the time. <laughs> that she's just like my little my little girl. She's really like my first solo sort of pet that like looks to me and needs me. Mm-hmm. Like I've never sort of had this sort of dependency, and um, you know I, I take it serious and I and I love her and I want her to have the best life ever. Did you feel like when you had Napoleon, like you kind of wished he would lean on you more? Um, yeah, I always, sorry. Because he followed Gil around like yeah. his tail. Yeah, he followed, Sus, it's okay. Yeah, Napoleon was Gil's dog for years before, like we moved in together. So, you know, I always loved Napoleon and, you know, did just as, you know, walked him and did all this stuff too. But, you know, Napoleon followed Gil around the house. Napoleon... That was his person, and, like, I know that, like, I eventually wrestled him into loving me, but it's just a different level when you're not there number one, you know? Mm. Which, I loved him so much, but I was not his very first, which is perfectly fine and, like, animalistic and... I'm glad you have her. Me it's, too. It's, um, it's been very nice to see you blossom alongside <laughs> of her. It's nice to have um, a little child of your own. Mm-hmm. You know? The best. Yeah. Have you written any music about her? Or is right. she just like in the room when you're writing music? Oh, yeah. She'll, she, she'll, she's in the room, whatever room I'm in. So okay. she listens. She's in on my, some of my recording sessions. She will appear in the credits of the yeah. next Gems album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Truly. Yep. She's my number one, number one little listener. And she'll just lay there when I play piano and just hang out. But no, I haven't written any songs about her. I'm sure you Not will. Not yet. Well, actually, well, you have written the music for yes. our podcast. Yeah, so I guess she can be included in that. Yeah. All dogs can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Smags has written, uh, the intro song and all the musical interludes to, uh, a little podcast to give us a fresh new buff, uh, as we, uh, head into this next chapter of Dog Stories. So, um, thank you for doing that, Smags. Yeah. Can you tell us, uh, what went into, um, the music? Um, sure. Well, I mean, you know, you had a certain vibe and ideas that you liked, and so it was easy to kind of come up with something that's fun and cute and all about dogs, like... 
what's better than getting to brainstorm and do something creative like about one of your all-time favorite creatures mm. and then i put the mic out the window for one part to capture a bunch of dog barks of suze and napoleon and ellie <laughs> so they're all immortalized there they will live live forever on the yes. interwebs <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well channeling dogs is i have to do it constantly for my work too just trying to ha- figure out how to do justice to their spirit mm-hmm. so um because i think they're the best things in the whole world mm-hmm. yeah definitely wouldn't be as fun here without them that's no for sure <laughs> <laughs> can definitely say that for sure well, um, before we go, uh, let me ask you uh, for some references, the Leave a Dog a Bone references. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is a newer thing, but it's something that I loved working on, and it's my best friends, and two of my favorite dogs on Earth are in it. Um, the Magenta Rainbow has a new music video called Got a Best Friend Out, mm. and Kellen wrote it about Marnie and Dolly, their best friends, mm. and Dolly and Frida are stars in the music video and Marnie and Kellen dress up like their dogs and it's it's pretty great truly one of my favorite things on the internet now and two of my favorite dogs of all time are in it (laughs) (laughs) check out the music video by the magenta rainbow got a best friend yeah it's pretty great um well smags thanks so much for stopping by dog stories and for uh, giving us a whole fresh new vibe yes appreciate you as always of course anytime (laughs) thanks for listening guys Got any dog stories you'd like to share? If so, shoot over an email to dogstoriespodcast at gmail.com. You digging these episodes of Dog Stories? We'd love it if you left us a review. Or hey, subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Music provided by Sarah Margaret Huff. And Barks provided by Marley.